Well, hello, friend. Thank you so very much for listening here at the beginning of the week to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I've got a question for you that I've got to preface with a little bit of background. I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the radio broadcast before, but for a time period during my older teenage years, ending high school and going into Bible college, I worked selling high-end jewelry, 18-karat gold and platinum and diamonds and all these different types of things. It was a fun time. Maybe I'm feeling a little bit of nostalgia creeping in. It was an easy job because I believed in the product. Many of the pieces were handmade. They were beautiful to look at and very high quality. One of the things that I was taught one of the first things that I was taught on the job was to never ask a customer, how are you? Because oftentimes that question in the retail world comes across as insincere, trite, cliche, nothing but word salad to pass the time until we get to the business of selling something. How are you? Of course, the answer is almost always, good, how are you? And we exchange these words that often don't really mean anything, but today I have a question for you, and I mean it with all sincerity. How are you? I found in these difficult times that many of us find ourselves in, that when you ask that question the first time, you get the automatic response. Good, I'm doing good, thanks for asking. But then I found, and I'll do this sometimes when I'm at a drive through window, maybe, on the road, of course, in the life of an evangelist. I spend a lot of time on the road, and sometimes I need to grab a quick bite to eat and get on down the trail. I'll ask that question, how are you? How are you folks doing? And of course, again, the answer, we're doing fine. Thanks for asking. But then I say, no, no, really, really, how are you? How are you really doing? And it's amazing. I think you'll find that the walls almost instantly begin to come down as people realize that you mean the question. And today, I ask you that question. How are you? Of course, you may surmise, you may presume correctly that I'm asking you a question more than just materialistically, more than just economically, more even than just emotionally, physically even. Spiritually speaking, how are you? See, that's a question that I would hope would cause you to ponder for just a moment and think about your eternal soul. Think about, God forbid, Something were to happen to you today. I pray it doesn't. I pray you live a long, happy, and healthy life. But God forbid, something were to happen to you, and you slipped off into eternity. How are you really? It's a serious question. It's a weighty question, isn't it? It's one that I thought about and prayed about for today, specifically because I am, of course, an evangelist. And with that, with the moniker of a Christian, a little Christ, one who desires to serve God, one of our greatest jobs, our great commission, if you will, found in Mark 16, 15, go ye into all the world and preach 
the gospel to every creature. Well, I have a lot, I won't call you creatures, but I have a lot of people listening to this program right now. And I've got to ask you, God forbid, if you passed over into death right now, took your last breath here on earth, where would you go? We talk about a lot of things on this broadcast, a lot of biblical things, a lot of good things. Recently, we've talked about God's purpose for our life. We've talked about the generations that have come before us, the present generation, the future generation. We've talked through the book of Nehemiah and about building projects, figuratively speaking, and building up the church, building up people's lives. But everything is useless and worse than worthless if we don't have the main thing settled. How are you? How is your eternal soul? This week on the broadcast, what we're going to do is this. We're going to focus in on some of what we do here at Bible Tracts Incorporated, specifically the gospel tracts themselves. You see a gospel tract. It's a small piece of paper, of course. Many would overlook it, think it of little to no value. But gospel tracts have seen innumerable numbers of people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And today, this week on the broadcast, we're going to really do a deep dive into these gospel tracts. And I'm going to explain, expound, and exposit from these gospel tracts, just a few of them, so that anyone listening today and Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, will not be able to stand before the judgment seat of Christ with any excuse whatsoever as to why they have not accepted Christ as their Savior. They were given the opportunity. And maybe, just maybe, someone listening under the sound of my voice will choose to accept that free gift. I hope you will today. I hope you'll consider that if you have not done so before. I would be amiss if I did not mention that every gospel track that I will bring up during this week of programs here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, you can find on our website, BibleTractsInc.org. That's BibleTractsInc.org, and you can get them for free. That's right, they are free. That's the way they've been for some 80 years now, eight decades of the word of God to all the world, and God willing, we're not stopping anytime soon. Before we jump into the first gospel tract on the docket today, I must invite you. You see, on Saturday, November 13th, we are hosting an open house It's a special open house for us here at Bible Tracks Incorporated because it's the very first open house for us at our brand new building. I'd love to see you there. Saturday, November 13th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. You can come for 30 minutes. You can come for all four hours. If you show up early and stay late, we're not going to kick you out. We'd love to see you. Saturday, November 13th. I'll even give you the address right now. Get a pen and paper handy. It's 603 West Prairie Street. That's in Odell, Illinois. O-D-E-L-L. 603 West Prairie Street, Odell, Illinois. 60460. You won't want to miss it. Free food, fun, 
fellowship. It'll be a good time. I'll talk more about it in the coming days. I'm holding in my hand a gospel tract called Does Anyone Care? I picked this one specifically because it ties into that thought that I asked at the beginning of the program. How are you doing? Does anyone care how you're doing? Well, as we open it up, we read, With all the despair around the world, the question gets asked, Does anyone care? The answer is yes. Someone does care. Two words in the Bible make this vividly clear. Those two words are this, Jesus wept. John eleven thirty five. This short verse in the Bible speaks volumes about the love of Jesus. Have you ever cried, perhaps at the funeral of a loved one or a friend? Maybe you wept at a grievous disappointment. Scholars have read the sayings of Jesus oh so carefully. Did he ever laugh? Did he smile? The scriptures do not openly give a record that he laughed or smiled. But three times the Bible says that Jesus cried, all because he cares. The first time we find Jesus crying is for the city that he loved, Jerusalem. That city had been a world-class city for a long time, filled with many people. Jesus cared so much for the people of that town that he was moved to tears in Luke 19.41. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. We also find Jesus crying when his friend Lazarus died. No one cares for friends more than Jesus. In John 11.34, Jesus asks, Where have ye laid him? The next couple of verses continue the story. They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. Finally, Jesus wept to his father as he went to the cross. The most extreme punishment allowed by Roman law was death by crucifixion. Beyond the physical agony of the cross, the scripture teach that our sin was placed upon Jesus. It was the most intense, arduous, horrific event in history. Hebrews, the book of Hebrews 5, verses 5 through 7, records that Christ offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death. Jesus cried to God the Father. This world has a lot of hatred, selfishness, anger. People often mistreat others, and sometimes it may seem that no one cares, but Jesus cares for everyone. He cares for you. He cares so much that he died on a cross for you. The most famous verse in the Bible is John chapter 3, verse number 16. It's only 25 words in length, but it tells how much God cares. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Would you like to know Jesus as your personal Savior? 
very quickly in these closing moments, I must say that there's no more important decision you could make today. Maybe, just maybe, you would like to accept Jesus Christ. Maybe you have more questions. You could pray a simple prayer and ask him to save you right now. You could also reach out. I'd love to talk to you. You could text me directly at this phone number, 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. I'd love to help lead you. I cannot save you, but he can. I'd love to help lead you to Jesus. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in every day this week. God bless. Have a great day for His glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.